Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonaco. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. Welcome to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle. Today we have Darnell Harmon, and she is an award-winning CEO of Incredible One Enterprises. Through her international consulting firm, she helps service-based entrepreneurs become six- or seven-figure CEOs in a year or less so that they find the life they crave while building a business that serves them. Now, now you are so incredible about helping people fund the kind of life that they want to create business growth and to really work on the mindset. Can you tell us a little bit on how did you get started and what are some of the strategies that you took to be where you're at right now? Okay. So hello, everyone. Uh, how did I get started? That's always such a loaded question. I remember sitting, I actually remember the day that I decided to start my own business. It was December the 17th, 2004. I walked into, I was working in a Fortune 500 financial services company. And I remember walking into my boss's office and handing in my letter of resignation. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I knew that sitting behind their desk was no longer going to be what I did. Um, and I knew, I always knew that I was talented and gifted. I do have an MBA in marketing and I love words and I love Lucy using words to help people take the actions we want them to take. And so I decided at that point in time that I would start my own business, that I would become a consultant. I mean, that's what you get an MBA for, right? So you can go out and consult. And so in the early stages of my business, I did any and anything, everything. I, it didn't matter. If you had a need, I did it. And then eventually I found myself saying, wait a minute, this is not really you using your gifts. What are you great at? And so I started to look back over my own life, if you will, from a business perspective. And I decided to hone in on working with entrepreneurs to show them how to leverage marketing so that they would attract more clients. So that was like what we did initially. We worked specifically on, let me help you get more clients. And then over time, I realized that building a business is not just about getting clients. It's about having the right systems and having the right strategies in place mm -hmm. so that as you build your business, you don't create a job for yourself. Because I ran into way too many entrepreneurs who quit their job to create a job. And I don't think that's why we become entrepreneurs. We quit our job to go out and to be able to experience the best that life has to offer for us and for our business to be able to fund us being able to do that. And so slowly but surely, I developed my own methodologies and systems and they worked with clients so that I could help them to experience growth rapidly while with without sacrificing what's most important to them. Wow. Wow, that's really awesome. And, you know, you help individuals and help businesses with business growth. Can you give some tips on what sure. somebody can do currently to kind of get started before they, you know, get a hold of you? Or what can they look at in their business that can help them grow? 
Yeah, so I would say probably the very first thing I would tell anybody to do is to get crystal clear on who you are, the problem you solve, and who you solve that problem for. And you be you would think that even an existing company, like I, and last year I worked with a company who had uh, 25 employees, they were generating five and a half million dollars a year um, in the healthcare space. And they kind of fell into it. So the CEO of the company used to work in healthcare, got mm-hmm. laid off and decided to start his own company. And so he, you know, basically hamster on the wheel, going through the process, built the company up to five and a half million dollars and was really feeling disconnected from the company. And the very first question I asked him, and the same I would say to each and every one of you is, what do you want to be known for? Like, what is the problem you want to be known for solving? And what we realized by taking him through that process is that he didn't really want to be in the medical billing industry. What he really wanted to do is be in medical management consulting. He wanted to help healthcare practices shape themselves in a way that created an environment where the employees were able to fully participate in how the organization grew. That was what he loved. And so the first thing I would say to you is take the time, whether you're just starting or you're at the point of reinventing because what you have been doing isn't working, figure out what you want to be known for. That's probably the first thing. Once you figure out what you want to be known for, Lucy, You've got to couch that problem into what I call, um, or what you want to be known for. You have to couch it into what I call a spice problem. Write this down. If you are in business, you earn your money by solving problems. So if you are not solving a clear problem, you are not experiencing profit by any stretch of the imagination. And so one of the things that I often teach my clients is what I call the, the spice problem. It's an acronym that stands for specific and substantive. So when you think about this problem, it has to be more than a surface problem. It has to be very clear, very specific, and it has to run deep. And the reason it needs to run deep is because the client, the potential client that has this problem has to be willing to solve this problem at any cost. Like the pain that they are in right now They have to literally be bleeding, like someone stabbed them in the belly and blood is oozing out so that when you come along with the needle and the the suture, they say, oh my gosh, I need you, right? So we've got to get really, really specific and clear. The P stands for persistent and pervasive. The problem you solve needs to be like a rash. Until you show up to solve it for them, it's only going to continue to linger and get bigger. Mm. It needs to be immediate and insurmountable. Immediate meaning it needed to have been solved yesterday and insurmountable meaning without your help, this problem will not be solved. They, the client, they need to be clear and conscious that this problem exists and the problem needs to be expensive and expansive. The more time that goes on, the more it costs them and the bigger it gets. When you're able to take what you want to be known for and, and run it through these filters you'll have a really strong problem. And this problem will allow you to rise above all the noise in the marketplace. When you are able to call the problem and talk about what I call the havoc and the the havoc, like the the havoc that is being wreaked on their lives or in their businesses, their relationship, their health, because they have this problem, when you're able to succinctly talk about that, and then when you're able to give them the haven, what's going to be possible if they work with you, people will 
flock to you like a moth to a flame. So I would say that's the second thing is to just really drill it down into a very clear problem. And then the last tip that I would give is make sure that that problem translates into one clear outcome or solution. Far too many times as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we create a smorgasbord or a buffet of all the things we could offer. Instead of creating a buffet, give them a well-designed three-course meal. Give them only exactly what they need to get the satisfaction and to get the results instead of laying all this stuff out in front of them. The more options you have, the harder it will be for you to grow a business that sustains you and serves you well. So think lean, think the biggest, best way to solve this problem and focus on that being what you exploit through your marketing and ultimately what you share on sales conversations. All right. And for the spice and for the individuals that are listening to this and they've just written down the acronym SPICE, they've just went through it. And a lot of the individuals that are gravitating towards the wealthy ones, they show they're spiritual, they're Mm, conscious, they're wanting to make an impact on the world with a philanthropy. For, For those individuals that maybe they do healing or they do some type of a spiritual thing that might not translate into something hard. Like I, I help individuals create the mindset that they need in order for them to grow their wealth mm-hmm. and create a legacy. And it's, it's pretty, there's a direct correlation between the mindset and the right. Money. Absolutely. But for the individuals that are doing more of a spiritual end, can you kind of think of a, some examples sure. on, on what the, the problem they would solve so that they can kind of get their little mind, their mind starting to think about how, how do I solve these issues or how can I make this problem that's, you know, like oozing if it's right. something like personal development? Yeah. And let me just also say, based on what you do, mindset is very intangible. And most people don't walk around saying, I have a mindset issue. What they walk around saying is, I'm not making enough money, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a perfect example right there. But let me give you a couple other ones. I have a few clients that are therapists. One client that I'm thinking about right now, you know, she's a healer. She does creative arts therapy. That's what she does. So she works with executives and professionals that struggle with stress. And she teaches them how to manage their stress through creative arts therapy. So what, no matter what you want to do, whether it's a healing principle, whether it's a spiritual um, methodology or modality, it's all tied to a problem. So let's think about in, in, in grassroots when we're thinking spiritual. So I personally, I'm, I love God, like with everything that I am. And my spirituality is evident in every orifice of my business. I think that businesses that have a spiritual foundation go farther faster. When you have a spiritual foundation, when you are connected, when you are in alignment, that is what gives you the confidence to show up the way you need to show up to do whatever it is, whether it's to attract the love of your life or to lose the weight and, you know, change your eating habits. It all starts from realizing that there is something that is greater than us. So when you're thinking about a problem in, in, in those terms, if you go through the filter, you'll come up with examples of how someone's alignment could be creating other problems for them, how it could be showing up in them understanding their, their life purpose, 
and then their relationships, whether we're talking about professional or personal relationships, their health and wellness, their happiness and fulfillment, all everything kind of centers around understanding that each and every one of us has eight parts of our life. And if any one of those spokes on our wheel of life isn't working, then our wheel is not going to roll into abundance the way that we would like for it to. So being able to speak to the problems, the scenarios that a person might be experiencing if they're out of alignment will be the same way to do that. So for example, um, you might say, you know, do you constantly feel like something is off? Um, are you, are you consistently miscommunicating with your significant other and it's causing stress and agita that is showing up in your body? Are you an emotional eater and that emotional eating is expanding your waistline beyond a point where you feel comfortable? All of these scenarios, all of these, um, yeah, I guess scenario is the best word, conditions demonstrate what the problem that I have is doing to the other areas of my life. I can still be specific. I can still make sure that it's pervasive and, and persistent. I can still talk about how it is expensive and expansive, even if I am a healer, even if whatever I'm doing is, is about spiritual alignment. I think that they, that it all correlates and go together. So what I would tell you to do is to find the examples Find the specific scenarios or circumstances that a person who is struggling with misalignment would bring up for them and show up in their life because they may not even realize that the problem they have is a direct correlation to being out of alignment until you give them an example. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I can't sleep at night. I do find myself waking up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep. You know what I mean? So I think that there's a way, no matter what it is that you do, to be able to drill that problem down and talk about the havoc that they would be experiencing until you show up and show them how to get away from the havoc and into the haven. Oh, that's fabulous. And those examples really show and, and help individuals understand that, you know, having faith and having finances is important because having a spiritual foundation for your business is one of the keys to taking it to the next level. Absolutely. Can you a little bit more on how does your spirituality with faith and finance mm -hmm. and having a spiritual foundation actually build on your business for the next level? Yeah, so I actually created um, what I call it the model of financial and spiritual abundance because mm -hmm. most spiritual people, and, and just so we're clear, I'm not talking about religion. Although most spiritual people used to be religious and they experienced some hurt by religion, but they didn't abandon the spiritual practices that go along with religion. Okay. Yeah. I think that they are separate. I think religion separates people. I think spirituality brings us all together just so we're clear. Okay. Yes. Good. So I created what I call the model of financial and spiritual abundance for my abundance for my clients, because what I started to notice is that the majority of the people I work with are spiritual people. And they would say that when they think about their relationship and connection to God, um, and most of my clients do refer to God as God and not spirit or the universe or any of that. Um, but when they think about their connection to God, they would say that on a scale from one to 10, they're somewhere between eight and 10. But when it comes to being confident 
about what it is that they do and what they bring to the table and charging the rates that they should be charging so that they can have the life they want, they are probably around a four or a five. And so I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How can you be in connection with God, the creator of the abundant universe where we all live every single day and not experience full confidence in your ability to leverage your gifts and talents to create a living for yourself and for your family. Something is wrong here. And so what I realized is that our level of connection is in direct proportion to our level of confidence. And only when our confidence is high will we do the work that we most need to do in order to position ourselves through our marketing, through our messaging, through the way we show up on every social media and every online and offline marketing platform so that we can profit at every turn in our business. Only when we're truly in alignment and in connection will we see that God gave us these gifts and talents so that we could experience wealth and not to keep it from us, not to create struggle for us. That's, why, that's what religion does. Religion tells you that if you don't do this and this and this, then you won't have that. But that isn't of God. That's not what God says. God says, if you ask me for anything, I will give it to you. Because before I even created you, I gave you everything you need to go out here and experience wealth. And what I've realized, Lucy, and you probably have realized it too, is that the people who are experiencing the abundance that God created our entire universe for are not religious people. They're not. Like, they're not hell-bent on whether it's Buddha or Allah or they're not focus on any of that. They're living the principles of spirituality. And when you leverage these laws that govern our universe, no matter who you are, you will experience wealth much faster. And the business that you have, the gifts and talents that you bring to the table are merely just the vessel that is being used to bring your wealth to you. But wealth is waiting for you right now. You just got to tap in and align it to it so that you can access it. Nothing is being held back from us right now. I'm sorry, you can tell I'm really passionate about, <laughs> about spirituality and business, but like God is not holding anything back from you. Nothing. He wants to give you everything that you want. The reason you don't have it is because you're in the way. And nine times out of 10, we need to experience forgiveness. We need to forgive those who hurt us in the church or whatever religious thing it was that made us hurt in the first place. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to forgive our parents. We need to just usher in forgiveness. And then in that forgiveness, surrender and just trust that the universe has your back, that God's got you. He'll never leave you. He'll never create an environment for you to not have access to you want. And then live each day as if you've already been given the keys to everything that you want. When you start to do that, if you know anything about, for those of you who are watching, if you know anything about your conscious mind versus your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between truth or false. It takes everything as if it's the truth. So if you start presenting it with new truths before they are actually manifested in your life, they will show up because that's universal law. And that's the way that God created this universe. Like he, what I love about God is that he thought it all the way through all the way through. And he created all of these modalities to help us to step into our spirituality and leverage that spirituality in order to be able to build a business and experience wealth 
at an entirely different level. I mean, I don't know how else you could explain that, you know, we have basketball players getting three-year contracts for $150 million, and we have people who are destitute and don't know what they're eating tomorrow. That's true. Because God is not holding anything back from us. It's all here. And those who take and practice spiritual principles to tap into it are the ones that are experiencing the wealth at the highest levels. Absolutely. And for the individuals that are listening to this, that they've got their spiritual game going on, they understand that it's it's not being held back, they're being supported by the universe, but they're not quite sure on how, how do they get their message across in such a way that it rises up above other individuals? Because I truly believe that each and every one of us are assigned the people we're meant to work with. I agree. I and, but how do you reach those people? How do you, you do the marketing? Right. And, but how do, they, how do they, they do it above the noise so that an individual who's looking or has a problem and you've got all these people online now, you have, mm-hmm. uh, you go to a networking meeting, usually half the, half the networking <laughs> meeting is, is coaches now. And, right, does what you do, right. Yeah, yeah. so how, how do you rise above that noise? So here's the thing. So the first thing, and I'm going all the way back to the first thing I said, what do you want to be known for? Once you identify what you want to be known for, become a broken record. Here's what I have found. And I don't know if you will say that you found the same thing, Lucy, is that we figure out what we want to be known for when we start putting a message out into the marketplace. And because there are crickets, the first time we put it out there, we think we have to change it. And so every time we market, we're saying something different. Well, it's hard for me to get to know you for anything if every time you speak to me, regardless of how you're speaking, you're saying something different. So whatever that thing is that you want to be known for, become a broken record. Say it over and 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 vary the places where you are. So part of that determining what you want to be known for is about knowing whom you want to serve, who you want to solve this problem for. Identify where those people are and then become a broken record in places where they can see you over and over and over again. If you go back to the very first commercial that Coca-Cola did and you go to the commercial that Coca-Cola had running last week, the message is the same. The imagery is different because people are changing. They want to you know, identify with lots of different people, but they are saying the same thing. If you look at Nike, They are saying the same thing. We mess it up as entrepreneurs because we're so, we live in a microwave society. And what we fail to realize is that for most marketing strategies, it will take a minimum of 90 days to determine if it is working. On day three, nobody, we're not getting any likes if social media is our barometer for our marketing. No one liked our post, so we think we've got to say something different. No. You've got to give it time. Brand messaging is how you become known. You will only be known if I know that that's what you do over and over. We've heard this before that it takes on average eight to 12 times to experience something before we associate it with that thing. So if I want to be known for growing businesses, but I only say it once and then the next week I'm saying something different and you see me eight times and every time I'm saying something different, You still don't know what to know me for. But if I say the same exact thing, every time eight weeks in a row, by the time I see you on the ninth week, you're introducing people to me 
for that thing because I didn't change what I want to be known for. So stop changing your message. Become a broken record. <laughs> that is the, the, the highlight. And, and I've been, I've had a lot of different coaches who in the past, they've, they've changed my title. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of individuals, I mean, it's always been a money theme title. So there, there's been a consistency there, mm-hmm. but people weren't really sure. It's like, what's a money manifester or, or what's an abundance coach or what's a wealth men, wealth individual. And right. so really having the consistency is important. And I can attest to that, that really this sticking with one particular thing or, or being known as a spiritual wealth mentor. Right. Absolutely. Is, is more important. And you actually have a free gift for individuals to kind of help them. And it's a, it's a new webinar training. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Can you explain a little bit about what this webinar gift is that you have for our audience and how can they get their hands on it? Absolutely. So um, the webinar is called Positioned to Profit, How I Unlocked Multiple Six-Figure Cash Flow in My Business. And so I'm going to walk you through the very five powerful shifts that I personally made and have helped my clients to make that have given us access to multiple six-figure cash flow in our businesses. The people I'm going to introduce you to, some are coaches and consultants, some are healers, lots of different types of people that have made these five powerful shifts. So if you are wanting to experience not just cash flow, but six-figure cash flow, in order to have six-figure cash flow, that means you have to have at least a half a million dollar business. And you can have a half a million dollar business without working like a slave, without working 60 or 80 hours a week, without constantly being on social media with you can do that while still having a life. I just got married. I took almost all of 2017 off and we still had six figure cash flow in our business. So the webinar will show you how to do that. And you can quite simply go to unlock six figure cash unlock six And can you spell that please? Yep. Unlock, U-N-L-O-C-K, six, S-I-X, figure, F-I-G-U-R-E, cash flow, C-A-S-H-F-L-O-W.com. Fabulous. That's really important because I would have put the number six, not type out S-I-X. And there, mm-hmm. so thank you for for spelling that out for the individuals that are catching the podcast on this, on their iPhone or on their Android device, Android device or their yeah. mobile device too, because we do have the app for the Wealthy Wednesday Show on um, Android and on the iTunes Store. Awesome. So, Thank you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. Is there any last tips you'd like to tell our audience before we say our farewells? Yeah, so I would just say you can have it all. You don't have to choose. You can love God and make boatloads of money. You do not have to choose. But what you do have to do is to tap 
into the importance of being in full alignment spiritually with your gifts and talents and allow that to bring the people that you were created to serve. Because I, like Lucy, believe the same thing. Your people are earmarked and reserved for you, but they can't show up until you get in alignment. So you have to do your work so that you can help them get to their level of transformation. And know that because God created you and he created those amazing gifts and talents, that is your validation that this is your time and you truly can do work you love, love everything about your life and have an amazing spiritual connection to God. You do not have to choose. That's so important to understand. And a lot of individuals, they believe that, they have to choose between poverty or service. No. And it's, it's not like that. And even the greatest individuals, regardless of what religion you believed in or studied or understood, there's always been individuals that make huge amounts of money that's been business individuals that create the wealth and the changes for creating legacies. So Danielle, thank you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. This has been phenomenal. (laughs) I am absolutely positive. People are already pushing the rewind button to rewrite those acronyms for the spice and making sure that they're hopping over to your website so that they can get the webinar and the training that will help them start creating more in this world. So thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And for my audience, I'm so excited that you are listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday show. I've been receiving your emails. I've been receiving your messages on Facebook. Thank you for suggesting individuals that you wanted me to have on my show. I've had several of them already on the show. So if you haven't sent me a message. If you haven't liked the page, if you haven't shared this with your friends, your family, or your network, please make sure you share this with your friends and family. Make sure you get a hold of me. Let me know what you liked about the Wealthy Wednesday show. Put your comments below and subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you will never miss an episode. So until next week, abundant blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, and let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday Show is creating a movement to make this world a better place, and we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence So until next time, abundant blessings.